The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation and I'm your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And I'm delighted to welcome back to the show Gary Evans, who has uh, spoken to us before on this show. Gary is one of those people who helps to link people together across the globe who have a spiritual message and those that need to hear that message. But Gary himself is stepping out and expanding in his own world, uh, which is becoming absolutely fascinating as he works with ancient sites acoustics, connecting to our higher callings, and remaining grounded at the same time. And we're going to discuss all of these aspects of life on the show today. So welcome to the show again, Gary. It's good to be back. And always a pleasure to talk to you, Peter. So I know you've just uh, returned from Ireland and uh, had some interesting experiences there. So perhaps it would be great, as this is completely fresh and new, you could just chat a bit about that to begin with. Yeah, certainly. Well, I went out to Ireland um, and stayed with a, an Irish author, James Swagger, who looks at various aspects and is also interested in archaeoacoustics, uh, the study of sound at ancient sites. So we had a lot of common ground. Um, and he's been helping me with the itinerary for a tour of Ireland that I'm planning next July. So I just wanted to do a kind of a dry run have a look at the sort of walking distances involved for the guests, the kind of hotels, um, check out a few to make sure I thought they were suitable and um, look at some of the sites. And my approach to the ancient sites is um, is always trying to find the places that still still have a kind of palpable atmosphere or a sense of place where there's um, a particularly powerful energies, you could say. Um, is there anywhere that we can can work with sound with the guests to give them give them a sense of what I enjoy doing at these places and um and then I can kind of orientate the tour so it has a nice flow on on the spiritual level as well as on the um sort of archaeology and the other um areas that Maria Wheatley my co-host discusses dowsing and things and and I'm, I have to say that I got a, far more out of the the time my time in Ireland than I was expecting. It is a very, very powerful landscape. Um, I was delighted to see that a lot of these ancient sites, the uh, mounds and cairns and the stone circles are still actively visited, um, not only by tourists, but 
by the local population that you could say the pagans that have survived um a number of the sites that we visited there was little ribbons tied in the trees and things so so you could see that these were places that were still being regularly used and and I took that as a sign that they they still contained a certain power um and so I, so I was very encouraged by that and the landscape in Ireland which is another reason that I love to travel to to get a better perspective on this beautiful planet that we live on I mean, it's just these dramatic sweeping hills and, and the field systems. And then when you're over on kind of the west coast in the Sligo area, there is a glacial path that's been carved out by the glaciers moving down. And um, it kind of reminded me of these huge mesas and things that you see in Arizona, these flat-topped huge mountains. So really, yeah, it was a, a delight to be there. Now, one of the best-known sites in Ireland is Newgrange, and uh, I'm, I'm assuming you went there. So tell us a little bit about your experience there. Yes, yeah, we certainly went to Newgrange. Um, I mean, no, no tour of um, Ireland that, that missed uh, Newgrange would be complete without it, really. So I wanted to, to go down there um, and get a feel for the area. And... And as quite often happens on, on my tours, I, I did have a drum that I was carrying around with me in my rucksack. I managed to find a 30-centimetre drum, and and it's quite tightly controlled at, at New Grange, so normally they wouldn't wouldn't really allow you to do much inside. Um, so you go through, so it's a huge mound, and they, they have reconstructed it, um, and there's sort of varying opinions on, on the job they've done. But, but visually, it does look very attractive. They've got this huge white um, quartz crystal that they've put around the whole periphery of the wall outside. So it kind of gleams in the sunlight. And um, it's got this beautiful green grass on the top of it. So visually, it has a, a, a big impact. And then you in just sort of a few at a time. I think about the maximum of 24 people. And you squeeze through this very narrow um, sort of shaft to get inside. And and then once you're inside, there's a, a large corbelled chamber. So it kind of steps in. That's what they mean by corbel. Um, it's probably, oh, I don't know, 20 feet or so across inside. And then the, the ceiling gradually steps inwards. Um, so it's in, completely enclosed. And, and it just so happened... The, the lady mentioned acoustics that was the guide um, for the site. So I, I let a few other people ask their questions, and then I followed up on her reference to acoustics just to see what she thought. And and she mentioned that she had heard people chanting inside New Grange, and it, it had been quite a powerful effect. So I told her about what I do um, organising groups to sacred sites, um, Egypt in the Great Pyramid for chanting and toning. And so she encouraged me to, to do a bit as our group left. And and then I showed her my drum. But it, there wasn't any time, so I left Newgrange. And as it happened, there was just a small group of eight people going in afterwards, so she quickly shouted out to the security guard to call me back. And... Um, They've done a, a reconstruction inside because it does have this um, solar alignment on the solstices. So that if you're inside Newgrange Central Chamber, a very thin ray of sunlight 
um, at sunrise comes down the, the chamber and starts to illuminate it. So they've kind of recreated that with um, electric lighting. And so she asked me to play the drum as, as they do this kind of show to the tourists. And, and I have to say, it was still, it was quite a powerful effect just being in this, this place that's arguably um, 5,000 years old at least. Um, I did feel that the, the people there certainly enjoyed the experience, although I'd recommend the, the real thing because um, I've, I've attended similar things at, at Abu Simbel in Egypt, and it is definitely um, an amazing experience. So, Gary, just 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 so people really understand what we're talking about here, you're talking about on the sunrise, on the solstices, that this shaft of light, Newgrange was built uh, probably five five thousand years ago, mm-hmm. so so that this light would come in down that down that sort of corridor and illuminate the inside chamber of Newgrange, and they've simulated that with this electrical light. But you've also experienced the real experience in Egypt. So just tell us what that was like. Well, um, it, it's obviously very, when you're there very early at these places, it's a very quiet time of the day. So you do get to enjoy the the spirit of place. And um, I just remember, that it, I mean, it was you just sort of see this beam slowly just starting to come down through the temple in Egypt and, and there it illuminates the, the four statues at the end. So it gradually comes along the floor and then lifts up and illuminates them. And um, so, so I'm assuming it's very similar in, in Newgrange. And so, yes, these were um, powerful times to, to get together. And there's, there's a lot of these, lots of different um, alignments in, in Ireland. Um, I saw lots of solar references, um, astronomy, and even a, there was a huge megalithic stone that had big round holes drilled into it, and it and it looked like it was a, a constellation, and perhaps um, sort of tying into the procession. So, so there was a lot of advanced, um, I would call it so so yeah, advanced knowledge and um, measurement going on even back back in the Neolithic. So what's your understanding of why they built these mounds, these structures to align with the solstice sun? What was the purpose for them? Do you have a sense of that? Well, um, I'm assuming it would it ties in into ancient ritual and um, their, their sacred days and, and respect to, I think, respect to the planet and Mother Nature and just the natural cycles, um, something that we've become distant from in the modern age but but it does seem that particular constellations were were of interest to our ancestors certainly some more than others um which i think some of your other guests have been discussing well i'll just chip in there because it's it's quite remarkable the synchronicity that's been taking place and many of our regular listeners will know that the discussions we had with andrew collins and peter dawkins just a few weeks ago focused very much on cygnus the swan and in preparing for this show today, I went to a, a website called Mythical Island. And on that website, it actually talks about Newgrange and the fact that 3,000 years ago, um, sorry, 3,000 BC, 5,000 years ago, when um, the sun was rising on the winter solstice, Deneb, which is the tail star of the swan, 
when the sun set actually reflected during the night exactly where the sun was in the in the underworld as it were underneath the planet from our perspective so by watching Deneb go across the sky during the night they knew exactly where the sun was below which is quite remarkable and, and in that article it talks about that the actual chamber that you're talking about is actually a reflection of the structure of uh, Cygnus the swan in the night sky so and I don't know the validity of that but it's so fascinating synchronistically that now that's three different uh, people talking about Cygnus the swan and we've talked many people and, I'll, and um, we'll come back after the break shortly but many people have talked about the connection with Sirius and with Orion's belt and with the Pleiades but but I have not heard before this um, this connection to Cygnus so it seems as if there's some reason why this is all emerging at this time. Did Cygnus come up at all on your journey? Um, we didn't really go into it in Ireland, but I've certainly heard of its connections, obviously, in, in Egypt and uh, Gobekli Tepe. Which is what Andrew Collins was talking about, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so it does seem to be a yeah, common um, pattern occurring across the world. Yeah. So, Gary, we'll take our break now, and when we come back, we'll talk much more about the significance of the uh, archaeoacoustics, the importance of sound when you go to these sacred sites. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. There are a lot of questions about psychic reading and messages from beyond and what they say to us and about us. Join hosts Pat Nelson and Bryce Korzanowski for Illuminating You. Our program will answer many of the questions that you may have and others will have. Our guests discuss and share their personal stories of triumph over trauma. We'll talk about all aspects of healing, living as a part of nature, and other psychic and medium topics. Listen every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Just a reminder to go to my website, www.petertung.com, where my October newsletter will be posted in the next couple of days, and also www.myheartcenteredjourney.com and our regular Ambassadors of Light class. And there is a class actually tomorrow evening at 5.30, where I'll be giving you an update on all the events that have taken place over the equinox and this week leading up to Michaelmas Day, September the 29th. And so that is the www.myheartcenterjourney.com and the Ambassadors of Light class. So having me today, Gary Evans. And Gary has spent a fair chunk of his most recent time looking very closely into the significance of sound and toning and drumming uh, and mantras at sacred sites. Uh, and in all different parts of the world with different levels of sophistication and different groups of people. And many people, when they go to a sacred site, even including cathedrals, go in and they can sense and feel uh, the, the sacred geometry that's present, the shape of the structure, the natural landscape, and often the missing piece in this big puzzle is sound. So, Gary, uh, just tell our listeners all about the significance of sound and why it's so important. Okay, well, it is one of my favourite subjects to talk about, and um, I think it's probably a good idea to point out, since I was last on your show, um, that I've spent about another six weeks in Egypt on a, co-hosting a couple of tours. Also visited um, Honduras, Mexico, Mexico, and Guatemala, and went up to Mount Shasta, and I've travelled around um, some ancient sites in Wiltshire, England, in the Stonehenge environs and dorset and devon here looking at some acoustic sites as well and then another week in ireland so so a lot of um confirmation about what we discussed in our previous interview has now uh, come across my plate so i would say i've got an extra um confidence that i'm definitely on the right track of something um and also being able to share these kind of experiences with guests on the tours that it's um something that people really, really enjoy. Um, I think it helps to open up their, you could say, their spiritual path moving forwards. I've had some very heartwarming feedback, and, and that's just given me the kind of extra confidence. It's like, yeah, we're on we're onto something tangible here. People really do do enjoy it as much as I do, um, because using, using these acoustic methods at ancient sites has really literally opened my heart up um, I would say put put my put me in touch with myself more, um, and and expanded my understanding in in many many ways. And so just tell, just tell us how the, the sort of um, process that you would go through then when you arrive at a site and you are deciding you're you're going to do some toning or some drumming. Just tell us the actual process that you use. Well, I've I've got a lot of sites. Um, in Egypt, where I know that there's acoustics, so I can, I kind of have my methods at those places. If I was visiting a new site, as we just did in Ireland, um, it's really a case of if I'm entering a chamber or somewhere, we would expect 
there to perhaps be some acoustic properties. I will work around the, the chamber either using my voice or it's, it's actually easier with the drum. You can feel the resonance very directly with the drum and you can move your hands around easier than your, your voice, just your mouth. And um, so if you feel this kind of feedback effect, uh, the resonance in the chamber, that, that generally tells me that this is um, somewhere that would be appropriate for a group or an experience by myself or with friends. Um, and then, then it's really a case of just sitting down, settling, perhaps doing some breathing techniques. Normally, I like to be um, to be barefooted and, and grounded as well, because um, it's kind of, it's being connected to the planet, but also you could say op- opening up um, the chakras. I guess would be a good analogy, and and our sort of in, intuitive space of the mind. And, and so I've been looking at how different sound frequencies um, balance the hemispheres of the brain, and there is um, research being done at, at various universities now look, looking at, the, at these kind of effects. So we're getting beyond the point, it's not just a kind of a woo-woo idea that sound ba- balances the hemispheres. That's, that's kind of that's accepted, I would say, scientifically now um and i think this is something that our ancestors were using in ancient ritual they realized um how to move from our our kind of rational intellectual mind into the intuitive mind more the sort of creative space and and that it is a process and it does take time it's not like a switch that you can just flick and so this is something that i'm i'm looking at more seeing how I react, how the, the people I travel with react, and, um, and really getting an understanding on why the ritual process is still relevant to people today and how it can help us. So when you're with a group then and you're wanting them to tone and come into resonance with the particular space that you're in, how do you actually do that with them? Um, well, a good example would be what, what we did in Egypt um, – I gave gave a briefing on the way to a couple of the pyramids in um, Dashur when we were driving in the coach. So I was standing at the front of the coach with a microphone, just explaining my my the process, intellectual sort of side of it, the methodology, because um, it's not there is a bit of um, thinking and these techniques that I've developed. So I like to share that that side of it first. Um, and it does take a bit of in- encouragement of people if this is something new. But I think um, generally people that are on the path are open-minded to trying these things. And, of course, if there's a group of us, there's safety in numbers, you could say. And um, I always try and make people feel feel comfortable. And, and it's really about trying to get the group to harmonise. Um, there is a sweet spot, and it's, and if you find it, you can't actually hear your own voice. There's just the group sound. Um, you're all just in this kind of group harmony. And then, and then when you find that, that kind of space inside one of the pyramids in Egypt, for example, it, it, is, in, it is incredible. Um, it sounds more like an orchestra than, what, than just a group of voices, doesn't it? Yes. That's, I, yeah. I've experienced that, so I know exactly what you mean when you describe that. Yeah. And, and it's very, very touching. Um, 
I would say it's definitely helped me connect to the to the people that I've shared this experience with on on a very deep level, um, sort of friends, deep connections, friends for life. Um, in April, the kind of um, high point of the tour was a two-hour private visit to the Great Pyramid, and we we did discuss, I think, the King's Chamber in the last interview, and this. This experience was the most powerful that I've ever had in April 2013 in the Great Pyramid. We had, uh, I think, about 20 to 25 of us oming, um, and we moved in into a space where we were, we were we'd found the resonance of the of the chamber, and we managed to kind of get into this beautiful flow. So the sound was kind of coming and going like waves on the shore. So it was kind of in and then out gently, and just flowing like this, in and out. And after about, I guess, 20, or 20 minutes or half an hour, I felt like my consciousness had kind of connected, you could say, to the collective consciousness of the world. Um, and the epiphany that I was getting while I was, while I was there um, was that whoever had designed the Great Pyramid understood that there was a vibration underlying matter, um, something that we can access via sound on the material plane, and that they had tuned the chamber in the Great Pyramid to this frequency. And by tuning ourselves as a group to the... So we attune ourselves as a group to each other. We then attune that sound to the chamber in the Great Pyramid... And by attuning to those two things, we then attune ourselves to the frequency of the universe. And and it was made very clear to me that whoever designed that chamber absolutely knew about this frequency that was underlying matter and flowing through the universe. And and if we do get into that space, it, you're capable of having very deep personal epiphanies. Um, there is a lot of talk. I think, and, and still a process that goes on where you have perhaps the shaman or the priest that moves into that realm for guidance for the people um, or perhaps for the pharaoh and that kind of thing. And and from my experience, there really is, is a tangible space that we can move our consciousness into. But I think the most profound um, effect that came as a result of this experience was when I returned to England, I felt like I'd been given the gift of space in my head. Before I went to Egypt, I'd been absorbing, I'm always absorbing a lot of information, um, trying new things for my spiritual growth so that I can share those with others. But I kind of felt like I'd, I'd got a bit full up. There wasn't perhaps a, a lot of room in me to expand more. And by being in this place of stillness, feeling connected to everything, it was almost like it it defragged my my brain or my head and so that it's like I had a lot more space to absorb intellectual information when I came back and also just the want in me to try new things and, and again go out exploring to move on to the next stage so so I've been very grateful for that. I think this is one of the pieces of the puzzle that was really really important right now is all this clogged up um, denseness of the old world that when we can find a way to release that, it does indeed create this space for us to 
take in these new frequencies, these new vibrations, these new levels of awareness that you're talking about, Gary. We're going to go to our second break. And when we do so, I'm going to ask Gary to talk about some of the experiences some of the guests had uh, in this phenomenal opportunity uh, in Egypt uh, earlier this year. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Explore subconscious programs, belief systems, and past life memories that may be sabotaging your life. Join host Dorian Light on her show, All About You, as she helps you to shift change and heal your life. Each week, Dorian does a light session using psychic energetics and the language of light to energetically shift and clear negative patterns you have stored regarding that week's topics. Step into the realm of infinite possibilities for your life. All About You airs live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. I want to take this opportunity to thank our sponsors for this series of shows, Shari Chase of Chase International Real Estate Company in beautiful Lake Tahoe and Reno, Nevada. And also the superb support at Voice America through the engineers Joel and Matt who work regularly with me and my producer Brandy because they provide the opportunity for me to bring these wonderful guests to you so that you can hear and have these wonderful insights into how spirit is moving through us at this incredible opportunity for awakening that we are all involved in. And Gary Evans is one of those guests today who really helps us to understand ways in which we can raise our frequency and vibration. And before the break, Gary, you were talking about your own experience this year in April at the Great Pyramid with this sound work and toning. So tell us a bit about the experiences that the guests actually had. Well, certainly. Um 
I mean, one of the um, signs after this experience finished, I mean, I, I was completely elated, really, really was um, incredible. And we went for a meal and, and I was looking around at people's eyes because you can, after you've had these kind of really deep, profound experiences, the way I feel is that it puts me more in touch with the soul essence. And, and we always say, well, the eyes are the window to the soul. So I definitely get a kind of an extra sparkle in my eyes, but I can also see that sparkle in people's eyes. So I, I went around um, looking at people's eyes on the guests on the tour, and many of them had this kind of sparkling going on. So I was talking to them about their experiences. And one lady, um, when we got back from the tour, wrote a beautiful quote, which I, she gave me permission to use. And I think it's worth sharing with your listeners because um, it really it was matched my experience perfectly. And this is from Ksenija. And so she says about her time in the Great Pyramid chanting, like never experienced before, we had two hours private time in the Great Pyramid. I knew from my last visits which is the right place to lay my back on the floor. The universe was flowing and glowing through me while I was toning together with the voices of our magnificent group. I was no one and I was everyone. I was nothing and I was everything. Toning in such a large group produced extreme and excellent healing of all of our bodies and the resonance in the king's chamber was absolutely undescribable and divine. And when I was leaving um, the beloved place of complete transformation, I was um, still toning, she says. And, and my sensibility arose to a very high extent and still lasts. Beautiful. Found, yeah. It, well, well, the way that she phrased it, which is something I probably wouldn't have come up with, I felt like I was nobody and I was everyone. Um, that, that is the, really the, the feeling because um, you kind of um, just have this awareness of the, the mass consciousness and, and it gives you that sort of sense of place in your spiritual involvement that you are, you are connected on, on a deeper level to everybody. Um, and so really, yeah, it does back up a lot of these spiritual teachings that say we are, are all one um, at one level of thinking, although in, on the material plane down here we are, of course, representing that oneness um from about seven billion different perspectives <laughs> and so when you when you look into the eyes of someone that you've just been engaged with in this process you're now connecting with them at that deeper level of connection to all that is and so that's why you feel like you 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 know that person at a totally different level of being yes i would certainly agree with that and of course we i mean we share many of these amazing experiences as the tours progress and Something that I'm very focused on is it, we are visiting these these amazing places, but also we are. Um, there's like, I think we had sort of 17 or so different nationalities in April. It doesn't matter where we grew up on the planet or what our um, schooling was. Once our minds are open to the possibilities that life is more magnificent and and unknown than we've been led to believe, once we've got our mind to that stage. We all um, get on. We all, all <laughs> share these these passions. It does, doesn't matter about the upbringing. We 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 share the the same sadness at some of the things that go on in the world. 
but we also get this huge sense of joy that that there are like-minded people out there that care and want to do their their part down here and so time with like-minded souls is incredibly empowering and that that is something that i've really taken a lot away from the tours and, and my other um groups that i spend time with we definitely need each other at this time now earlier on you in in the show you mentioned about um the significance of ancient ritual today so i'd love mm-hmm. you to expand on that a little bit well because um i mean probably Graham Hancock kind of calls our normal level of consciousness the problem-solving level of consciousness. How we drive a car or interact with our computers. Um, So we're kind of used to this one state of mind. And the intuitive space, which is still revered by, you could say, um, indigenous peoples, is not not something that a lot of people um, use often in in the, the Western world. Um, I mean, growing up and, and living in cities are not particularly uh, conducive to that, that state of mind. But there are um, many benefits of the, the intuitive space. And, and, and the word intuition is still, I mean, it does still have a, a hold on the public's imagination. It is something that, um, that is, is quite um, revered. But we don't really understand, I think, a lot of the time how we can embrace that side of, of us because I'm a firm believer that it's something that we can all have if we um, start to awaken and follow our heart. And and what ties into that is, well, I would say uh, spiritual health. Are we How are we working on our spiritual health? Are we even aware that we have a spiritual health as well as um, a physical health? Because I don't think that's particularly in mainstream consciousness. So I would, would like people to listening to think about their spiritual health, how they're helping themselves. Um, and out of spiritual health comes your spiritual growth. So if you're, um, and we could, we could t- talk about a few things shortly if you like, if we're looking after our spiritual health, then our spiritual growth and our, our understanding of the world will come out of that, I would, would argue. Um, and then really, if, if perhaps we've been having a bit of a hard time or had a few knocks or emotional things going on, then I would suggest if people can, they could do a bit of a spiritual pampering is a term that I came up with recently. Um, and by that, I would mean um, going to one of these kind of, of sound experiences, which are, are pretty common now. Um, gong baths and, and crystal bowl healings or um, kind of, spiritual massages, people working on the chakras. Perhaps you might want to go to yoga. I would probably call my yoga class a bit of spiritual pampering, just my time in the week to have a time out, time for me, a bit of rebalancing um, that hopefully puts me in a better state of mind to embrace the world afterwards. So, Gary, tell us about uh, gong baths. I'm not familiar with that expression particularly, and it sounds like you've experienced that. Yes, well, it... A gong bath, which is a gong, G-O-N-G, um, is a, a way of experiencing sound vibration. So when I'm describing these experiences in the Great Pyramid, a gong bath is the nearest you can, can get to it outside of Egypt that I found. And it's something that a lot of yoga centers organize. So generally people lay down on a yoga mat 
you'll have somebody with one of these big gongs, so perhaps um, a metre across, three and a half feet or so, and, and they will gradually create a sound in the room. And, and as the sound builds, you will feel this frequency coming across your body because our um, sense of touch is capable of feeling um, below what we're capable of hearing. And this is, something, this is something we use at the ancient sites. And this frequency, and there's lots of different frequencies that you can, you can um, create using the gongs, I mean, the kind of sensations that I've felt, I've felt a kind of a pulsing in areas where, where I've had a, a blockage. Um, and, and it just gradually takes you into a more and more um, relaxed state of mind. And if you're lucky, you'll kind of reach a state which is between being completely conscious of the world and fast asleep. So you're kind of aware of your surroundings but you're getting that deep relaxation of a deep state of sleep um and so you at the end of the experience you kind of have this really glowing feeling on the skin um and you'll probably sleep much better the the following night or perhaps the following couple of nights you can work with intentions when you go to these kind of experiences um because i think Part of my process is is looking at the emotional traumas that I've had in my life, which I think we all experience. Um, it's part of the human experience, the emotional things that happen to us. But but sometimes we need to look at these and and try and either let go of some of the anger or the resentment or whatever we build up, so that we can move on and, and expand without holding on to these things that are that are holding us back. So there's many ways of, of working um, with intentions. And, and it's something that I would recommend that, that people look up in their, their local um, area and just give it a try, see what you feel. What are the gongs themselves made of? Um, I think they're normally brass. Okay. Uh, but they, do, they tend to tune them to either, uh, I think, the chakra frequencies or even um, to different planetary frequencies. And, which are interconnected anyway yes and and something that i've been looking forward to doing um, which is going to be this saturday is an all-night gong bath and that's going to be 12 hours of being immersed in various different frequencies and so i'm quite keen um <laughs> to see how this sort of long long period of time is really going to have an effect because it's been extremely powerful just being immersed in it for an hour or so so I will report back on that one. If you're going through a rebirthing process, Gary. Yeah, well, it's all in. It's my personal research and also um, something that I would like to share with others. So it seems like a logical next step to to explore. Fantastic. Well, we're coming up to our final break, which we'll take now. It's Peter Tone for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. 
Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Are you looking for better sex? Learn how to have the best sex of your life when you join Ellen Etoff and her program, Ecstatica, the way to an erotic, ecstatic love life. You'll explore every aspect of love, sex, and intimacy, and discover new realms of possibility, including the spiritual dimensions of sex. It's an adults-only world with guest experts sharing valuable tips and techniques and so much more. Cultivate the powerful energies of sexuality and an undefended heart. Listen and join in live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Health is in your hands. What you do and what you don't do sets the course for the path of your life. Listen for wise chats, simple talk, profound wisdom with Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook. Through this series, we'll explore energetic approaches to health and healing that provide practical and personal solutions. Our guests will share ideas and insights that will help us all adopt new behaviors and create lasting internal shifts. Wise Chats can be heard every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Having me today, Gary Evans, who's given us a wonderful insight into his most deep work connecting to sacred sites, his own inner work, and the role that sound plays in this wonderful awakening situation that he is himself experiencing and sharing with others. So, Gary, just uh, tell us a little bit about what's coming up for you in your world and your website, if people want to connect, and also the information about your upcoming tours. Okay. Thank you. Um well, next month I'm flying over to the US um, to St. Paul and I'm going to be speaking at the Paradigm Symposium, which I've also been helping um, to organize. And so that's the paradigmsymposium.com. Um, we've got about 20 speakers there and I'm going to be doing a talk on um, my experiences at, at various ancient sites. So about altered states of consciousness in the periods, pyramids and temples of Egypt and also at other sites around the world. And um, it also incorporates sort of sound clips, recordings that I've made so people can get a kind of sense of these sounds because they do really penetrate on a deep level. Um, and also touch upon um, the evidence that I've seen our ancestors were doing something with the, the water in their bodies, possibly um, for a stronger connection to their soul, these kind of things. Um, so, yeah, that's I'm really looking forward to going over there and, and I believe you're going to be having on um, one of the other organisers, Mika Hanks, who's going to be talking with you soon. So 
So that's coming up. That'll be my next talk. And um, I've got a tour coming up in Egypt in December, and that's going to be December 8th to the, the 21st. Organised tours in Egypt with um, Patricia and Yusuf Awiyan. Um And Yusuf is the son of Hakim Awiyan, uh, a, well, a very well-respected indigenous uh, wisdom keeper that, that sadly passed over in 2008. But Yusuf is carrying on his work and also um, has his own research and is moving the work forwards. And they're just, just a beautiful couple that has some really profound insights. And so that tour is focused on, on people, um, our spiritual growth, these kind of experiences we've been discussing today. And then um, we've got the Ireland tour that's, that's coming up next year. And that's going to be a tour of Ireland and Britain, uh, July 12th to 25th. And so really, yeah, to give um, international guests a real flavour of the ancient sites of Ireland and a private visit to Stonehenge, we'll visit Glastonbury and Bath, some of these real power places. So anyone that's wanted to visit ancient Ireland and, and Britain, this is a, a perfect opportunity to do so. And um, infinite-connections.co.uk is my website. So anybody that likes the sound of these um, trips or has got any questions for me can contact me through there and um, I've also got a Facebook group that's got a healthy community growing Infinite Connections PR and I'm on um, Facebook under Gary Evans I share um, various different things uh, my private trips, group trips um, different ways to interact and, and work with sound and um, yeah, just connect with me on there and you'll see everything that I get up to it'd be good to hear from people listening Great. Thanks, Gary. So in the last little uh, piece of the show, I, I, I know one of the things we've talked about and I think is really, really important is, is creating this balance between living in this world, connecting to the intuitive realms, the invisible realms and being fully present and yet able to connect. And I know that you've worked on practical ways to raise awareness while at the same time staying grounded in the world. So, so tell our listeners what you've come up with there. Yeah, well, Part of my research is um, meeting a lot of amazing people that are working, you could say, on their spiritual growth or their personal development. And I have met amazing authors and people in the alternative media. So we all have our different ways of, of, of growing. So I like to listen to, to people with experience and try their different ideas. And then the things that I feel that are really beneficial I've kind of put a list together. So if anyone's got a, a pen and might want to take a, a note of these, I'll, I'll give out some ideas that perhaps can help your listeners' growth too. Um, so there's some kind of some obvious ones, yoga, um, meditation, but there's also um, Tai Chi and Qigong. Those are, are other areas I'm going to be looking into more. Um, there's sound healing that we've been touching on, um, crystal bowl healing, gong baths, using mantras, um, mantras, I mean, there's a whole list of those for releasing spiritual blocks in your path, personal growth, um, sending out your vibration to the kind of, you could say, the mass consciousness. Um, I do like some of the, the kind of modern variations. There's a singer, Deva Premal, um, and Satnam Kaur, these kind of, I don't mind the modern take. Some people might like a more traditional take and listen to kind of Tibetan monks and things. But all of these are, are free on YouTube if people want to look. Um, and it's worth looking into the, the definitions. 
Um, it's worth thinking about the, the quality of the water that we're putting in, into our body. Um, I do a lot with yeah, organic food. If we do want to be meat eaters, um, I think animal welfare is something we should think about. Green juice, um, fruit smoothies, ways of getting a lot of vitamins and minerals into our bodies. I would, would kind of put those things under the spiritual pampering that I touched on earlier. Just just that kind of self-love, which was a whole subject we could have gone into, not something that we necessarily embrace in the West. But, yeah, respect for our, our bodies and, and, and just our essence. Um, don't be too hard on yourself. And... Um, Time out in nature, um, as we did when we were children, we do we do get a lot of lot from spending time in nature and interacting with the natural world. That's where we've we've come from, and we've become disconnected from that. More a lot of us in in the modern age to different degrees. So yeah, if you can get time out in nature just to to relax and connect, I'd recommend it. Um, and if we're talking about working on our vibration. There are a lot of things that have very subtle effects that, that people might dismiss, things like crystals and, and flower essences, um, working with um, sage and palo santo for cleansing our vibration. Um, perhaps Epsom salts might be something your, your body needs. Magnesium can help with cramps, these kind of things. Um, and also uh, colour therapy, the kind of clothing colours that you wear, how does it make you feel, the kind of colours you're wearing? And, and does it have an impact on those around you? I think I've seen that the colour therapy has a big part to play in how we feel. Um, and, then, and then also, if, if we're on our path, um, it's, it's important not to try and, and block your path by focusing on money. I know it can be difficult for some of us, and it, and it is at the forefront of our mind a lot of the time. It's a, a necessary part of this world. But but don't um, try your best not to hold yourselves back with with focusing on money because perhaps by following your heart, um, your path might open up other avenues to the monetary path, um, and that's certainly worth thinking about. So Gary, all- we've actually we've actually come to the end of our time. Um, so. Bye. But that's a great list for people to actually be focusing on. So before you go, I'd just love you to do a real quick introduction for Micah, who's going to be on the show next week. You know him better than I do. So very quick, some, very one sort of one minute quick word on Micah and, and next week's show. Well, Micah is somebody I've got to know very well recently. He's a young guy, um, but he really has a, a lovely perspective on the world. We could call him a, a futurist, um, but he also has a, an interest in, in the ancient cultures and um, Path and, and a good um, healthy spiritual he embraces the spiritual path um, and an understanding of, of connecting to the stillness to, to get into that state of mind so yeah he's just got a, a lovely way about him and I'm sure you can have a, have a great talk um, he's open-minded to exploring things his recent book was about the UFO singularity um, but he's able to explore these kind of subjects around UFOs and the possibility of ET intelligence. But by exploring them, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's um, a true believer in those subjects. It's a healthy kind of exploration. So I think your, um, your listeners should in- really enjoy listening to him. That's perfect. Thank you for that. Save me doing it. <laughs> Gary, I always appreciate your time because I know that you do this work honestly and earnestly. 
on behalf of yourself, but also on behalf of all of us. So I really appreciate your time today and also the great work that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I could say the same to you. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> your show and sharing. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed uh, today's show with Gary and we'll have the show with Micah next week and have a wonderful week. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. We hope that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tung for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.